0: This is the Between the Covers podcast with hosts Deanne Malone and Rachel Tranum. We'll chat about our current dog-eared books, rom-com book club read, all things steamy, and our love of acute romance. Jump in bed and pull up those blankets. Get cozy. It's time for Between the Covers. Thanks for listening to Between the Covers. You are on with Rachel and Deanne. <laughs> That's a little bit cheesy of a intro. Feels, feels very radio station. <laughs> I love it. Oh I my love gosh. it, love it, love it. I'm excited for today's episode because we are talking all about Delilah Green Doesn't Care by Ashley Herring Blake. And I would say this is one of my favorite books of 2022 that I read. I loved every second about it. This was a huge hit with the book club. Yeah,
1: not to spoiler alert, but this was probably one of their favorite books.
0: It's a book episode. That means spoilers. You get the spoilers. <laughs> um, if anything sounds weird on this episode today it is because Deanne and I are in our closets. I'm in my closet at my home and she is in hers because I'm a little dumb dumb. But one of my recording pieces that I needed was at home and I did not want to drive back to Ames so we are making do with a few episodes of being via zoom and adjusting the audio after so thanks for tuning in and I hope you bear with us on it because it's gonna be a good episode regardless and I'm excited to get chat in but first should we talk about books besides Delilah Green
1: do you want to start with that yeah um
0: i think it's fun all right let's go for it um so i'm currently reading american mermaid by julia langbean it is by the time this episode comes out i can i can announce this it's not a secret but it is the march subscription book for the dog pack so if you're not subscribed to the dog pack it is the subscription that gives you books once a month, every other month, every three months, quarterly, whatever you prefer. <laughs> that is my plug for commercial there. Um, but seriously, I it's a love fun the subscription. Pack picks. Yeah, Deanne's a subscriber, guys, so. I am. I haven't posted yet on
1: my Instagram, my books yet, because I need to unveil them all. But I did open up and sneak a peek at my blanket, which I'm so excited about. Isn't it so um, cozy? But I, oh, yes. I love the pics that you picked. They're they're all over the place. They are all really cool. Um, I got to see the mermaid book today and it looks like so much fun. I can't wait to get it in the mail. Yeah, um
0: and you didn't so see huge. the goodie that we're including in it. So I'll be excited to hear I didn't. Nope. I, I I was like, "Oh, it was there, but I kept it from you." <laughs> That's okay. I like surprises. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm also still listening to or not listening. I'm still reading uh, Spare by Prince Harry, but I've just like I got pretty far into it and then put it down for over a month now. So maybe I'll get back to it. I'm sure I will because I want to finish it. But are you reading it with your eyes or your ears? Eyes. I'm reading it with my eyes. I have it with my ears, too. I have the audio, <laughs> um, but I just I heard really I wanted- good things about the audio. Well yeah, it's his voice. So exactly. that would be fun. But what are you reading?
1: I have a few going right now. Like it's one of those times where I have four completely different books going. Um my favorite one right now is called French Holiday. And it comes out in April. Um comes out April twenty sixth. And it is your typical American girl um Watches her sister marry her best friend and person she's secretly been in love with for years. And so, of course, she goes off to France for a few months to live in a chateau that she thinks is going to be picturesque. And it's actually a little bit run down. And who is also there but the best man? (laughs) And so... Um, I'm almost finished. I have like 10% left. It is not super steamy for those who like very, very spicy. It's not your book. Um, it's not a rom-com. It is more of a contemporary romance, but they threw in a little bit of a cozy mystery too. So
0: you're getting I everything. Really
1: you get a little bit of everything. Um, and I really just loved the way the book was put together. So that's uh, French Holiday by Sarah Reddy. I think it's how you pronounce it. And then another one that I'm reading right now, um, I picked up from Dog Ear Books this weekend. It's <laughs> Ruby Spencer's Whiskey Year, which is also an American, goes overseas <laughs> and falls for so this one's living in a Scottish um, hut rather than a French chateau. But clearly, I need to just you go overseas for a
0: little bit. You have a type.
1: <laughs> well, just right now, I do. Um, and then the other one I'm reading is The Lindbergh Nanny for a book club. So. Fine. Yeah. That's a
0: That's a good mix-up. I love it. <laughs>
1: it's quite the mix-up. It's kind of funny. <laughs> bouncing back and forth. All right. You want to do a little bit of a summary of Delilah Green? I know you love this book.
0: I, god, this book is just everything. Delilah, the character, is such, she's got a hard soul, and it's rightfully earned. Okay, first of all, this is a book episode. I'm always just gonna put this buffer out there. (laughs) Book episodes mean spoilers, so... Stop now if you don't like spoilers. Oh, speaking of spoilers, Deanne today spoiled a book for me. <laughs> Lunar Love, one of our book club picks, and I was like, as the at the moment of her spoiling it, I go, I haven't read it yet, and she's like, spoil, spoil, spoil. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I feel
1: so, I felt so bad. I won't say what I said here. We'll for talk those about of you it. Who haven't read Lunar Love. We'll talk about it when we do this. Yeah. Episode that one. But, but I I don't <laughs> like to spoil books for people. And so like it really like it really bothered me that I spoiled that one. Oh my you. god. But, I, but if you've read Lunar Love, you know you probably can figure out how I did it.
0: But I always don't mind spoilers. Like I think <laughs> that's I, good. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, because honestly, I'll probably forget, or it's likely that when I'm going to read it, I'll be like, oh, I saw that coming. So Do not fear. So back to the moral (laughs) of this point is that we talk spoilers because we want to talk about the book. So this is part of the trope of like heading back to a small town. Kind of has a bookstore setting, but we're focusing on the Back to the Small Town uh, episode (laughs) part of it, not episode. (laughs) Um, So this is part of the Bright Falls collection. This is the first one. I haven't read the second one, which is Astrid Parker. Doesn't Doesn't fail. fail. Yeah, Astro Parker doesn't fail. And um, so it is your spicy queer rom-com that is fun. Takes you out to the Pacific Northwest, which is one of my favorite places. And you get Delilah Green. She's kind of this tough-hearted, you know, badass chick, tatted up. She doesn't... Thing she deserves love doesn't really know if she wants to care to find it she lives in new york she's got a photography photography career that is um you know getting strong and moving along so she has a strange stepsister astrid <laughs> book two, wink wink and basically is guilt-tripped to go back to bright falls for this wedding which is the last thing she wants to do so um she meets Claire Sutherland. <laughs> so cute. And she learns further about Claire and Claire's life. Oh, okay, so let's just get started with the beginning. So basically, Delilah, Delilah has felt unloved for a long time. It's sort of a Cinderella story in a way. She lost her dad and her mom. Like her mom very, very young. Her dad very, very young. And her stepmom was basically with this orphan child that had nowhere else to go and she was a bitch to her i'm just gonna say it she was a bitch like this poor girl is going through so much trauma and loss again and could not give two shits and yes yes the mom was also going through her own loss and trauma but that doesn't negate the um what's the word um not abuse neglect Neglect, thank you that doesn't negate the neglect that delilah had like was how she was treated you know what she endured and so then there's astrid who you know lost her stepfather was their relationship like a little bit not like much but um she doesn't know how to handle delilah Delilah is going through her own trauma and sadness and depression. Her mom doesn't give two shits about Delilah. Astrid's trying to be there, but Delilah's rejecting it every, every, every step of the way. And we'll get further into that a little bit more, but that's just kind of what brings us to Delilah in New York City, ignoring her stepsister's repeated calls, and basically is like, yeah, I'll come to your wedding. Um, because she's like, Astrid comes off as super high strong initially, wouldn't you say? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I did not. Sorry, you froze for a second. I couldn't decide. That's okay. Um, I couldn't tell if I liked this book at the beginning because I disliked Astrid so much that it actually interfered with the Delilah and Claire story. And want to throw in Claire is a single mom and I love single mom representation in books you do Um, so that was a huge I love that part but um, you really have to hate Astrid to really get on board with her in the second book she grows in this book but she grows more in the second book so having Mm -hmm. read both of the books i'm good with the way it was written but it really got in the way of me enjoying delilah green once i saw astrid um maturing a little bit in the first book i could focus on the two main characters and they were obviously awesome main characters i love their story um but astrid was so bad in the beginning she was distracting from the story (laughs) Um, it's kind of like yeah sorry go ahead Oh, that's okay. It was kind of like um, it happened one summer. Like you just oh. like the character so much, you almost don't like the book until you the character group grows a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so I agree. I wouldn't disagree that it felt distracting. However, I didn't totally like hate her. I could just tell she had like her own issues going on. Oh yeah, but it was very distracting at first. But you kind of learn why. Um, but yeah, she she was a lot. So basically, she doesn't think Delilah is gonna show up because Delilah, you know, this carefree New Yorker, you know, artist type photographer, and her stepmom basically hired her to be the photographer for Astrid's wedding. And so she's like, whatever, it's a pity thing, but I need this money because I want to. Um, you know, she's she's almost on the brink of making it, you know, and it's a big deal. She's got a showcase coming up really soon um and so delilah flies out meanwhile you have astrid and our two little friends who are bitch bitch bitching and i mean that in the best way because it'd be like the kind of bitching that my friends and i would do and yeah you know uh they're like they're all queer as well and i think it's just cool because you have four queer women right off the bat in this book and it is fan fucking tastic and three well they're all queer
1: in this book, they're coming out for Astro's wedding to the guy.
0: Yeah, but isn't she still queer? She's still queer. They said that she was queer. Did they? Yeah. Okay. I swear, I swear. I
1: think his major portion of the second book is her figuring out she is.
0: What? I thought there was a. I mean, part she is. Of- yeah, I just, I swear I thought there was a part in the book where Delilah's like, yeah, my sister's also, my sister is by," And, yeah. Okay, scratch that. I could be wrong. I could no. be really wrong. <laughs> okay, so, what's really cool is Quill you alert. Have- <laughs> I will back up! I will... <laughs> okay but come on it's I'm not totally that big of a spoiler kidding. there's a woman on the cover of the second book anybody who looks it up is going to know this I, is my... okay. <laughs> I know she's getting married to a man in this book so ashra's getting married to a man we're on the brink of the wedding but he's a horrible man oh my god garbage human garbage yes, human this... wait till the second book sorry spoiler he's horrid <laughs> maybe we'll we don't do a, like him maybe we do a follow-up on our um on astrid parker
1: yeah we, we need to follow up on astrid <sighs> but, so i didn't mean to say i didn't like the book i love the book and astrid has to be the way she is in the beginning of this book for you to love her in the second yeah. book and see how far
0: she's come well by it the- just and for a little bit by the end of this one you totally find like you understand her so much more which i think is probably what yes! people yes! do into the second one of loving it but yeah. so yeah basically the women the three women astrid and her two friends um are sitting at the bar and they're like just like oh blah blah blah. you know one of them claire sutherland wink wink um what's the what's the other friend's name iris iris thank you iris I just don't- kelly iris kelly yes i don't have my book with me um so claire and iris are like you know guy scouting basically because claire is a single mom and it's been a while for claire and before she since she's gone <laughs> and so they are like scouting the bar for anybody and all of a sudden they see this like Any? what just anybody. Oh yeah, <laughs> anybody really. Well, Iris is like absolutely anybody. Iris is like just you just get some, just get out of your system, just have a night. And so, um just flirt, you know, blah blah blah. So, then they notice this dark-haired, you know, mysterious woman, and Claire Claire just does it. She just starts freaking flirting and it is so endearing because the entire time you know that this woman she's flirting with is the one and only wicked evil little stepsister, according to um Astrid. But it is Delilah Green herself. And you learn And Claire fun. was one of the mean girls when yep. they were all young. So I say wicked stepsister because like um Delilah was not really. No, she's not. Delilah overheard when she was little, like, the these three kind of making fun of her because she was this, like, loner teenager type, you know, artsy, but she had lost her dad. She hadn't had any um, familial support at all along the way, and you know, she was very much an outsider in her own home. So, um, but Delilah knew exactly who she was, and she just, like, played along, and then suddenly, you know, things are get going and then Asher returns and it's like, Delilah, blah, 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 And then Claire feels like duped because she's like, oh, you knew who I was the whole time and you knew I didn't know, recognize you. Because she hasn't been home since she was 18, right? In like high since, school, yeah. Yeah, since she was able to graduate and go. She took the money that the stepmom gave for their graduation gift. De- uh, Astrid and her two friends went off to Europe or something like that. And Delilah moved to New York, picked up and left, never came back.
1: Yeah, so what we come to find out is that Iris and Astrid, no, Iris and Claire don't think that Astrid should be marrying Creepy Guy. Um, And so they decide she to got- loop- <laughs> they decide to loop Delilah in on the plot to get Astrid to dump the guy. Now, mind you, she is back for the wedding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shenanigans. <laughs> and there's like two weeks of wedding activities, which seemed like a lot. But given Astrid's mother, it's entirely what you would expect from her mother. <laughs> yeah. So her
0: mom's that fancy type, you know, has to have like, think getting married and having it in one of those fancy magazines or newspapers yes. where you have it all detailed. Like you have a reporter following you type of situation. You know, she has yes. to look good to the community. Blah, 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 blah. Yes.
1: So they all get tummy while they're trying to um, get Astrid to realize that this guy is not for her. Um, and Delilah and Claire fall for each other. I don't think either one of them intended it to happen, but it did.
0: Well, there's like so much more even before that starts happening. And cuz okay. So like you have asshole future brother-in-law and he is the type of man who go get this for me, do this for me, do that nothing's ever good enough he expects the little miss in the kitchen making a sandwich um he is arrogant he thinks so little of astrid like she's a very intelligent woman she's very good at what she does um but she basically lets him walk all over her and meanwhile
1: they're gonna move to a different town yeah without even
0: consulting her buys the house everything yep which okay dude go for that and then see if you get a wife in the end huh, fun fact you don't <laughs> spoiler um, Not that one that he does but that's yeah. okay i mean be my guest for whoever that yeah. girl is um yeah but like at one point he's being a dick to delilah and delilah just like serves it back to him um doesn't she push him in a lake at one point like she tackles him i don't remember that part but that's okay i swear it's been a
1: really long time since i read this
0: crap i really wish i had the book in front of me right now so then you learn about claire sutherland and you find out like as this flirtation between her and delilah start going claire's trying to you know be the good best friend to astrid um she knows like well she doesn't know but from what she knows is (laughs) my cat's trying to get her put underneath the thing right now (laughs) because she's not allowed in the closet um anyways um but claire's trying to be a good friend and as far as she knows is delilah was a trash sister to her but you know that's little girl minds lack of communication and understanding of other people's emotions and claire wasn't like the greatest person but you find out claire like you said deanne earlier is a single mom um she's got an adorable little girl and actually has a really good relationship with her ex did they get married he's Just, trying uh, well yeah trying because he, he he's he trying that he's not as he, reliable as one yeah. would hope I mean, and when I say good relationship, given the situation, I'd say that's a good relationship. She got pregnant in high school. Um, Yeah. You know, uh, it's it's hard. But the dad is trying to show up more and you meet him and you kind of, you still feel like he's a little bit sketchy. Like you get some weird vibes, but you can also see at the same time, like there's definite effort trying to be put in. Um, So they're basically trying to break astrid and her fiance up and so you know they continue to do shenanigans um nobody wants to tell astrid that delilah and claire are dating yes whatever they're doing it's like a weird secret well you know they start doing some stuff (laughs) (laughs) so Eventually like you get Claire who's running this bookstore because it meant a lot to her. And little did you know that that was like Delilah's little hideaway as a teenager. So you get a sense of more of Delilah's personality and heartache and loss. And then you also see the trash of, A stepmother and the way she treats her and dismisses her essentially, and is like, Oh, you're here, kind of whatever. So then, oh,
1: what? Oh, well, and I was going to say from Delilah's point of view, you start to think that Delilah is bad and Astrid is good in her mother's eyes. Mm -hmm. And what we find out, you know, in the end is that her mother was just like that astrid put up with it and delilah didn't and that was what caused the difference between the way they were treated
0: right and so
1: um that was where you start to feel like okay this is the same woman acting the same way with her kids and each kid handles it differently and you end up with two very different um results but both of them are
0: as a result of this woman (laughs) yeah but she also didn't even try further with delilah Whereas, you know, Astrid felt a responsibility to her mother and a sort of, you know, guilt component to, yeah. oh, this is what my mom expects of me. Whereas Delilah is like, no, absolutely not. And so she just didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um. So wedding things keep going on and all three of them are really trying to figure out like how they can get Astrid to call off this wedding. And eventually they all plan a camping trip. And they're like, this is going to be it. Um, Well, so really, it was a camping trip with uh, Claire's daughter and um, her dad. But Claire was not really comfortable with it because he hasn't been the most reliable. And her daughter's 11. But... So essentially Claire kind of invites herself and then everybody along. And so the dad who's trying to really make up is kind of pissed and I don't blame him fully. I mean, I see Claire's side of things. I can't dismiss that a mom who's like kind of raised her child on her own. And then dad's like, Oh, I'm going to be in the picture now. I don't blame her at all. Um, however, bringing the whole motley crew, that's not cool. That's uncalled for. Um, but so they all are on this camping trip and douche canoe fiance wasn't supposed to be there but then he shows up with astrid and he's so like oh no i stepped in dirt (laughs) i have to i need to be floated above the earth i can't walk on earth he's annoying dan i just couldn't (laughs) stand him
1: you I mean, you have you have to write him as annoying so that we're all cheering for him to get dumped at the altar. Right. I mean, well, absolutely. He did absolutely. an
0: excellent job of making us not like him. <laughs> and I mean, to be quite honest, I don't think he's so far fetched of a person like a real life. That's character. probably true. <laughs> so, um, but so essentially they like all go on this hiking trip and some of them go off to these springs and others don't and then others are turning back around but astrid's like no i want to keep going you can tell she's been getting pissed off too like she's just you're waiting for an explosion from her and finally they don't return for like a long time it's because you know he thought he knew where he was going he didn't got them lost refused to acknowledge or own up to the fact that they got lost because of him dummy and um shit kind of hits the fan on at this camping trip basically astrid claire or not astrid basically iris <laughs> uh claire and delilah all feel like shit but also at the same time they're like it, your life right about- will be miserable if you end up with this man i mean we've all had a friend that were like do not end up with your partner i'm just saying we've all been there maybe not we all hopefully you haven't i really hope you haven't i've unfortunately been there um but (laughs) uh and luckily my friend did not end up with that person uh just you just want them to they kind of have to realize it for themselves as much as you want to point it out it might not it might not happen um so they're all feeling like oh like oh um and meanwhile, Delilah gets a call that she was accepted to display her art in a gallery. It's a really big deal. Um, but she needs a fresh new picture. And so she's like meanwhile goes on this like whole photo thing with Claire and their relationship starts building more. She's been hanging out with Claire a lot. They've been visiting, you know, um, just definitely becoming a lot closer kind of having these special moments together and you start getting some more background of how each other were treated and what they're going through. Um, Meanwhile, you kind of get two different explosion things. There's sort of two storylines happening in one here because you have Claire and her ex with the daughter, and then you have Delilah Astrid and the mother and the Beyonce (laughs) and so um before the rehearsal dinner or before the wedding there was so there was drama before the rehearsal dinner and how the dad let the daughter stay up too late and she was like being a little you know and I don't get it like there's commitments that they have to be part of and then her daughter's being a classic 11 year old daughter she doesn't want to wear this certain outfit that was purchased for her so Delilah like you know zhuz it up for what a kid would want to wear because she wasn't asked and it's like this frilly little five-year-old looking dress and so Delilah's kind of being this surprising little buffer that, Astra, or that Claire wasn't expecting and so then you have the fact that the dad was supposed to come pick up the daughter at one point and he doesn't show up like you can't get a hold of him. and you find out that it was all just a like 0 for self-service you find out he was he's been building a house to move closer he doesn't want to live in the same town which is like it was totally commendable why it was beautiful like how that storyline wrapped up meanwhile you have at the rehearsal dinner or whatever yeah i think it was a rehearsal dinner dick face sorry this is gonna be <laughs> such a vulgar episode but he you have to put a warning on this one i usually put explicit on all of them <laughs> um but you learn that he just flat out bought a house and was like yeah we're moving and she's like i have a business no. here i have this and just like she rightfully loses it loses it yeah and so what essentially
1: he is her mother in male form yeah and so you know i don't i don't know they're both pretty bad
0: yeah um
1: but you see how easily she just kind of replaced one with the other. Mm-hmm. And so when she breaks, she kind of breaks against both of them. And that's where she really sets up her second book mm-hmm. um, and her story and her um thing. But it is, it is glamorous in its
0: explosion. <laughs> it's so good. So and meanwhile, so shit kind of hits the fan between claire and delilah and delilah is just like i'm gone she goes back to new york she has her show um claire and delilah before she leaves kind of had a reckoning they kind of had a moment because claire is upstairs with her stepmom and you hear the stepmom you hear you read the stepmom go that girl like blah blah basically you find out that it wasn't the stepmom that hired her or even wanted her there could have cared less it was it was Astrid that wanted her sister there her sister she had her mom hire she was desperate for any way to make sure that her sister could be their part of it and that's like one of the most heartbreaking scenes in the book it's very dramatic in the best sense um yeah you kind so that of get a, was one of my uh, you, you that kind of get of a little bit of a heart to heart there sorry
1: yeah that was one of my favorite scenes because in the midst of um astrid falling apart and you know dumping this guy that they've all been trying to uh, get her to dump all along she figures out that delilah and claire are dating and that mm-hmm. they've been conspiring to get to break her up all along and so she, she just feels so betrayed by everyone. Yeah, um, that's sad. And that comes between Claire and Delilah and that's when Delilah pieces out um and you know they they weren't really sure in the beginning whether they were a a thing or a wedding hookup anyway and so it just kind of it's a good it's a good place for her to exit and when she feels threatened and feels like she needs an exit
0: Mm mm-hmm absolutely so there's part blow up with astrid big blow up with claire astrid pieces out oh astrid not astrid it's delilah i'm sorry so there's delilah yeah Yeah. you listeners you know what i meant (laughs) um so delilah pieces out and she's at you know flash forward to the gallery showing and astrid shows up and things aren't perfect but they've been talking and there's a lot of therapy that needs to be done together with the two of them and separate with the two like separately each of them and they both acknowledge that but Astrid hangs around for for a few days and they're able to really talk about like you find out that Astrid was trying in her little kid way of helping her stepsister you know she didn't know how to help someone cope with the loss they were all in such bad positions you know you got your classic little mean girl situation going on but in a way it was deflecting other emotions and Delilah just wanted to be alone which wasn't probably the best situation Situation, but her mom her stepmom wasn't going to give her the help or take her to therapy and so they all three basically isolated themselves and no one knew what to do to help um you know, help their mental health in any way or even through the horrificness of losing a parent, let alone Delilah having lost two parents. So yeah. it's it's very, very sad. And then you get like the cutest, cutest scene. But Claire opens up the bookstore and suddenly all these art pieces are above the bookcases and they're beautifully hung and framed and everything. And then there's Delilah sitting in a chair and was like, I've been waiting. <laughs> it's so cute. It is really
1: just such a good story. Um, I, Like I said, it was one of our book club's favorite books. Um, I mean, how could you- it
0: not be? I know, right? What would you give it? Five we stars. We haven't done our total five stars. Five stars. You know what I realized in the last episode? I don't think we did a scoring roundup. We don't do it every time. No. Um, for the book one for "Booked on a Feeling." I don't know if we did. Yeah, we we don't do it at every book club meeting. Um, oh, I gotcha. Mm-hmm.
1: But we do when we can remember. So I gotcha. <laughs> We're trying to get better.
0: You need to just like have a checklist that you go in with
1: (laughs) and we've decided that we don't do it when the author's present too so we have oh god no
0: done it so yeah that would be so sad that'd be rude rude i mean it's it's just so like yeah see that's just like okay share your honest review but you do not need to tag the author you don't right yeah fun fact you don't have to tag the author if you don't love a book um, yeah.
1: So this got a four point five two two. Was the That's average huge? Score That's really high for our book club. We we have some we have some tough graders in the room, and so that was a huge. This was one of our favorite books. It was the first female female book we've done. We did Term Offensive last year. Um, oh yeah, this was our first female female book club. And we're adding one at the end of this year. Because it was received.
0: <laughs> so. Which will be all discussion time. Where I <laughs> will be vindicated. I think we might have to get um the author to come in and make a final ruling on that. <laughs> um yeah, I'm gonna be like, hey, Alison cochran will you please send me an audio <laughs> clip? She um, probably will. <laughs> You know, what? I'm going to lose.
1: I've decided I'm going to lose this one, but other people at book to... club who've read it agree that it is a Christmas book. So, anyway.
0: Katie and I, bookseller Katie and I had a kind of like fist to fist argument. No, not really, but we, I I argued with her. I was like, no, it is not. Okay. People that have to be tired December of counts. Yeah. That um, can be a December countdown. Is it? But you know what? It? Maybe I'll email Megan the, um, like marketing or PR or like our rep basically with yeah. her and I'll see what see what she can connect us with there but no uh I'm not surprised that Delilah Green had such a high rating I didn't you tell me that you liked Astrid Parker almost even more
1: I loved Astrid Parker's book um for those who have read Delilah Green um Iris Kelly punches the Claire's Um, Kids' dad in the face. And that was one of the favorite scenes (laughs) from Book Club of this book. So I can't wait for Iris Kelly's book. But Astrid Parker's book was amazing, and those who like spice, I think it was a little bit spicier than even Delilah Green. So,
0: yeah, um, I forgot about the punch because that was so funny. Oh, it was hilarious! I was so upset because she thought the dad had basically just dipped out again and was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. going off on my manly adventure." But turns out you he don't was- ghost your kid. Yeah, turns out he just had lost cell service and something He's happened where he things. got delayed. I know. It was like so sad. <laughs> He's but like, then he says, no, Iris, I probably deserved doing? it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's like, no, I probably deserved it for other things. We're good. Oh, my God. Like, I totally I can't forgot for about Iris. that scene. <laughs> I love that scene. Everybody loved that scene. It was so good. Oh, my God. That um, makes me
0: want to reread the book already again. No, right?
1: You and I remember completely different things from books. You're like... There was this lovely piece. I'm like, but remember when Iris punched him? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So funny. My extent of my violent streak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am down for a throat punch. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it wasn't necessarily needed. <laughs> no, maybe not. In that moment. Maybe not uh so funny all right so the next episode
1: will be all about the kiss curse
0: Woo kiss curse also kissy, kissy smooch smooch small town <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah it'll be then we'll a fun discussion through. yeah we look forward to seeing you yeah i don't know why i'm waving to you goodbye goodbye <laughs> farewell <laughs> Uh, but yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Please share, like, subscribe. Do the stuff you know what to do. Peace out, homeskilled biscuits. Thanks for listening to the Between the Covers podcast. You can follow Deanne at e o d b r t, and Rachel at more than the pages on Instagram, and everything podcast related at at Between the Covers Pod. Between the Covers Pod is produced by our local indie bookstore, Dogyard Books in Ames, Iowa. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the pod with all your amazing people in your life.